Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. This is Julie Solomon. If you have been with us for a while, welcome back. If this is your first time with us, welcome. On this podcast, we go deep on a lot of things that involve your business, your growth with your business, your growth in your own personal development, your clarity, your confidence, and how all of that connects. And with that said, it leads me into today's episode, which is really kind of culminates all of those things that I just mentioned. I really feel that you cannot have influence and you cannot share your gifts in the world unless you have those points really dialed in. And in order to have those points dialed in, you have to really understand yourself through and through. And what we're going to be talking about today is preparing for the ups and downs of success. No matter where you are in your journey, we all have those moments where, you know, the highs are really high and then the lows are really low. And whether you have been able to reach some of those benchmarks or goals that you have set for yourself or whether you're just getting started out, it's never done. I think a lot of us can kind of make up this story that once we do X or once we do Y, then our lives will change and everything will be perfect. And no matter where you may be, there's always going to be a level up. The second that you reach that milestone or reach that goal, you're already going to be thinking about new ways to up-level to reach new goals. And that's what I want to talk to you about today is that when you start to hit those moments, how do we properly prepare for the ups and downs of success? How do we make sure that we're not getting too high with the highs or too low with the lows? So I'm going to be sharing what that is today and really diving into some tools that you can start using today to help you stay at a more peaceful and productive baseline, no matter where you are on your success journey. Let's get started. What if you could wake up every day being truly happy with your life? What if you could shake off outdated ideas of what is possible and use your newfound confidence to make anything you want happen. Well, I'm excited to share that I'm going to show you the way in my upcoming book, Get What You Want, how to go from unseen to unstoppable. In these pages, I share my vulnerable, authentic account of how I transformed my own life to live free from self-loathing and gain the confidence to love and accept myself, which made me feel unstoppable. And I'm going to teach you the steps and the methods that I took to get there. And in the book, I share why most people feel stuck in the past with belief systems that make them feel like getting what they want is impossible. And I'm going to show you what to do about it. I give you very actionable steps and easy exercises that offer a no-nonsense, eye-opening path to everything you want and a path that enables you to leverage your power and influence to understand and overcome the origin stories that hinder your success, discover your true purpose and create a new vision, set and stick to newfound boundaries, and gain the confidence to pitch, negotiate, and get anything you want. This book is my gift to you. It will answer your questions about why you feel confused, frustrated, overwhelmed, stuck, and alone. 
and it will liberate you from the belief system that has kept you feeling small for so long. By taking this path, you can and will get what you want. And when you order your copy of the book today, you will get a ton of perks, including special access to my brand new personal development membership for only $1 your first month. I know, that is crazy, but I want to make sure that you have the easiest way possible to experience this. This membership is where I break down the methods of the book. This gets you access to bi-weekly empowerment coaching sessions with me live in real time each month, as well as private podcast episodes, accountability support, and so much more. So you're going to want to go to juliesolomon.net slash get what you want. And all you have to do is pre-order the book today and you get a ton of free bonuses and this special offer to try my new empowerment membership for just $1 your first month. It's all valued at $500 and you get access to it all when you pre-order the book. So I invite you to join me on the journey of how to let go of what you can't change, how to change what you can, and blast through fears of self-doubt to create the life you've always wanted. Join me for the coaching and support when you pre-order the book today at juliesolomon.net slash get what you want. This special offer expires soon, so you want to get in it today. A few years ago, I had this quote that kept running through my mind, and it went like this. Julie, be careful what you wish for, because you may just get it. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, why am I, am I thinking about this, right? Why do I feel the need to not be satisfied or not be grateful for what I had. But a few years prior to that, I had told myself that I wanted to make so much money that I could afford my family's needs, my husband's needs. Like I would have enough money to just beat shame to the punch. And my defiance kicked in to high gear and I set off on this new path. Now, if you don't know, and I've shared a lot on this podcast, I have for a very long time had a lot of shame around money and the ability to make money and being worthy of making money and being worthy of using money for good. And I wanted to try to defeat that. And so it was one of determination and and grit and resilience to try to beat this shame that I had around being worthy of making money. And it had served me well in the sense that I had done just that. I had I had made enough money to support my family. I'd made a lot of money. But it didn't really fix the problem. Because the problem wasn't the money. The problem was the shame. You know, I had made however much money. I had started a business with nothing more than a laptop and a heaping pile of relentlessness. But I felt like I was kind of back to square one. I was realizing the achievement boxes that had been checked off and I was just utterly exhausted. And I remember telling my girlfriends, Jamie, Susie, and Liz on one of our calls, we do check-in calls. I was like, guys, I am so freaking tired. Like, I don't want the stress of feeling like I have to stay on this hamster anymore. I don't, I don't want this anymore. And my girlfriend, Liz piped up and she just said, well, Julie, you know, I feel like this is a symptom of something that happened in your childhood, which I know that, you know, you know, you have this confusion around what's enough, being worthy of all of those things. 
And so you've told yourself that in order to be enough, in order to be worthy, you have to make millions of dollars. And so then you go and you make millions of dollars and then you're not satisfied. Then you want to make more and more and more and more. And there's never that moment of truly feeling into the gratitude or finding this peace and the success because you're constantly hustling for more which then makes you exhausted, which then makes you resentful, which then makes you feel defeated, which then makes you say to yourself, I need to be careful what I wish for because I just may get it and I don't want it anymore. Which really she was so correct in that statement. And also it made me realize that what I was saying wasn't true. Like I didn't not want my business anymore. I didn't not want to serve my clients and to wake up every day feeling so much joy and excitement with the work that I get to do. But it was this this shame that I had that I couldn't shake. And then my friend Susie piped up and she said, Julie, I don't think that it's that you, you don't want to be doing what you want anymore. I think you have just hit your upper limit. And I was like, what, what is this idea of an upper limit? And this is what I want to talk to you about now about acknowledging and overcoming your upper limit. I don't know if you've ever been in this situation where maybe it's not necessarily related to money, but, you know, maybe you have been able to achieve something that you've always wanted. You know, maybe you got a promotion or maybe you've been able to, you know, have a beautiful family and you're able to wrangle your kids all over the place and be the incredible, you know, stay at home mom, or, you know, maybe you have finally gotten acknowledged at your, your business. But have you ever noticed that right after you secure that dream job or find that great relationship or finally feel as though you're at a place in your life where you're genuinely happy and have everything that you need, that's exactly when you start to feel overcome with stress, worry, doubt, and fear. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. Have you ever noticed that? Well, what I learned from this conversation and then from my own research and diving deeper into it, it's not a coincidence. This is actually a mechanism of self-sabotage. It's the brain's subconscious way of ensuring that we stay within a safe zone. If we are not accustomed to feeling good for long stretches of time, a feeling confident, a feeling like we have achieved something, a feeling like we have created impact, what our minds will do is our minds will register that as foreign and potentially dangerous. And then also when we have everything that we want, 
we are more vulnerable than ever before because we could lose it all. So instead of actually savoring and enjoying and being grateful for what it is that we have, we may find ourselves becoming more and more paranoid and neurotic when there's a lot on the line. And there's a term for this, and it's called your upper limit. And that's what my girlfriend Susie was telling me about. Now, it was coined first by an incredible man named Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. I strongly recommend you grabbing that book and reading it if you haven't yet. But I'm going to paraphrase a little bit for you. So in the book, Hendricks explained that for the first time ever, he experienced an upper limit was when he had finished his doctoral program at Stanford and he was sitting in the office of his dream job, right? The the job that he had worked so hard for and feeling, he says, as good as I could remember ever feeling in my life. And then he noticed that despite all of those reasons to be happy, his mind would be consumed with worry And some of the time about random things, he talks about he was so worried whether or not his daughter would be homesick at a sleepover. And so then he continued, and this is in the book, he says, I've worked with hundreds of extremely talented, capable executives and professionals over the past 45 years. Yet even with their awesome skills, there were still areas of their life in which they kept hitting upper limits and then sabotaging themselves. In my work, We identify the underlying issues that trigger the upper limit problem so that people can rise smoothly to higher and higher levels of their potential without bumping their heads against the false ceilings that are held in place by negative belief systems. So this was really profound for me because I think that I was really able to start identifying a lot of how I do this in my own life, just in my past, and it still comes up today because what happens with your upper limit is that you literally have a tolerance cap for how much happiness that you will allow yourself. Now just think about that. What happens with an upper limit problem is that you literally give yourself a tolerance cap for how much happiness you will allow yourself. It backs up to the idea that often what we are seeking out in life is not happiness, but really comfort and that feeling of feeling safe. So even when we do achieve something extraordinary, something that we've always wanted in life, something that just blows our own dang minds, we aren't going to be able to process the the honest and the gratitude of that that we should be feeling if we are not used to feeling that well, typically for such a long period of time. Now you can also hit an upper limit when, you're pre- when you've kind of previously held some limiting beliefs that begin to conflict with your plans, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations. So for example, let's say that you are afraid that you will be seen as unintelligent or that people will laugh at you if they get wind of a new passion or career path. Now, I see this happen so much with people that are trying to build personal brands online. They're so afraid of being seen. They're so afraid of putting their ideas and themselves out there because they don't want to come across as silly or not to be taken seriously or, you know, they don't want to be considered, you know, whatever they're making up and telling themselves. Or, you know, another upper limit is that perhaps you believe that wealthy people, people with money are typically corrupt, right? They're morally bankrupt. They don't care about people. 
So then what you're doing is you're actually creating this limit that, that you're resistant to and you're uncomfortable with receiving money. So a lot of times people will come to me and they're like, I want to make more money. I can't make money. Why can't I make money? And then when we start talking about what their ideas are around money, it's usually like, well, money's bad. Money is the root of all evil. There's never enough of it. And so they have all these negative beliefs around money. Or maybe you believe that life has to be a matter of suffering and survival. I know that this one was a big one for me. I felt like that life had to be really hard in order to succeed. It had to be really complicated. So I would overcomplicate things. I would add way too many pieces to the puzzle that didn't need to be there. I would, you know, overly research and, you know, fact find things that maybe I didn't need to find. I would, I would, you know, make it a lot harder than it needed to be. So when you have spent so many years of your life with this origin story, right, of just trying to survive, of just just trying to get by, it is difficult to believe that getting what you want is actually a positive thing in your life and making the transition into actually being in a state of happiness, of contentment, of peace, of joy. And that's why it's important to focus, I believe, on the slow and steady and consistent growth. That is what I think prepares us the best for the ups and downs of success. Overnight success stories are usually way less fulfilling, not only because we didn't work as long to achieve something, but also because when you are unaccustomed to feeling happy and successful, being hit with such a huge achievement so quickly usually just makes you more resistant feeling more like an imposter, feeling more like a fraud, and then lead, can lead to so many other things. So I think the solution to this, to really preparing for the ups and downs of success and any of the upper limits that can come, is to take it slow. And most importantly, to unravel the limiting beliefs each time you come across them. You have to go through a process of really retraining your brain to consider success and joy and peace as something that is normal and safe and and really easily attainable for you. Now, I talk a lot about this in my new book, Get What You Want, How to Go from Unseen to Unstoppable that releases everywhere on June 7th. If you haven't pre-ordered your copy yet, definitely do so. All you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash get what you want. I have really the first three chapters uncovers a lot of this. You know, why aren't we getting what we want? Where is this coming from? And for each and every one of us, it's going to be different. Your origin story and the way that you believe, why you believe, what you believe is going to be different than mine. But the foundation of unlocking that and getting to the other side of that can be very consistent for most people. So I want to kind of run through some steps that I took to do this, the steps that I took to really unravel my origin story and and the limiting beliefs that were holding me back. And here they are. Now, the first one is seek support from loved ones but don't let their response to that support deter you from what it is that you want. There will always be reasons why the people we love don't or can't support our dreams, but how we allow that to sabotage or promote (laughs) our own capacity for success is hundred percent up to us. I think one of the big key reasons someone we love can't or won't support our dreams really comes down to a lack of understanding on their part. 
when we don't understand something, it's hard for us to get behind it wholeheartedly. And there are really two main things that people may not understand about your goals or your dreams that are holding them back from supporting you. So these are what they are. You have to remember that we as visionaries, as creatives, as entrepreneurs, as coaches, as leaders, we're kind of crazy. (laughs) And I say that wholeheartedly and realistically and kindly, we are kind of crazy. And sometimes the things that we come up with are enough to be very confusing to people who don't get it. They're sometimes enough to even confuse us. I mean, how many of us are always seeking clarity on the very ideas that we have? So just imagine how confused other people may be if they're not like us. They're not these people that want to necessarily go off and create something on their own. So sometimes the reason it may seem like your loved ones don't support you is because they don't fully understand what the heck is going on or they don't fully understand your vision. And if that's the case, then you just have to be willing to take the time to explain that vision to those people and really give them the opportunity to understand you and support you or or not. You know, on the other hand, sometimes people may understand your dreams and goals, but they may not understand why they're important to you. And that's a huge distinction. Now, this happened to me when I was first growing my business. I was really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was investing in a lot of things like cameras and software programs and all this kind of different coaching and investing so much time in things. And I started to kind of make my husband really confused and scared because in his mind, there was no rhyme, rhyme or reason for what I was doing. There was no strategy. He couldn't see the path. So it was confusing to him. And he really didn't understand because I was at the time just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and trying to see what would stick. But, you know, I couldn't really see that at the time. And then he couldn't really see that at the time. So looking back on it now, I do understand why he was so confused. I was so confused. And why he couldn't really step up and support me in the way in which I was desiring him to, because he really didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing and where it was coming from. So it wasn't until I first got super clear on what I was doing. Clarity is always the key. And I set him down and I started to explain to him really what was on my heart. And I got really honest and vulnerable with him. I would say things like, you know, John, the reason why I'm doing this is because I want more freedom in my life. I want to be able to work from home and stay home more with our kids. I want to be able to start financially bringing more money to the table for our home and for our family and providing more for our family. I want to create impact. I want to help women, you know, who want to build their own businesses and, and who also have these limiting beliefs that keep getting in their way. And if I got really honest with myself, the reason why I probably hadn't explained any of that to him in that way yet was because I was probably a little afraid to admit it to myself. I was a little intimidated by my own vision, confused, and definitely unconfident as to why I was feeling and wanting all the feelings and all the wants that I had, my big dreams. So once I was able to be honest with myself, I could be honest with him, and he was able to see where I was coming from and gave me a little bit more 
space to have that support and a little bit of space to kind of test things out without the fear of being judged or that fear of getting it wrong. Now, is everyone in your life going to agree with why you want to achieve your dreams? No, of course not. But I'm willing to bet if more of the people that you loved knew your why, knew why you wanted to do what it is that you wanted to do, you would have more support than you might have right now. And I actually have an entire chapter about this in my book, about getting clear on your why, getting clear on your purpose, getting clear on your vision. Those are actually two separate chapters. And I have this really cool response template that I created for people who, if your loved ones don't support your goals, how do you get them to get behind you? How do you allow them to see your heart and to see your vision? I wrote out a template that you can use to talk to them. And even if someone doesn't understand you or if your dreams confuse them, that doesn't mean they don't love you. Doesn't mean they don't respect you. It doesn't mean they don't want for you what you want. They, they're probably just people that don't understand. And maybe they think differently or maybe they worship differently than you or maybe they just see the world in a different way, but it doesn't mean that you don't care about them and they don't care about you. So it is entirely possible to still see those people's beauty, individuality, uniqueness, and gifts, even if they're not just like us. So just remember, even if someone that you love and that loves you can't understand you, that doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that you should get a divorce. It doesn't mean that they're terrible people. You just have to remember that you can't, I think what, what I want to say with this is that I think it's a lot of pressure to put on someone else to be your source of everything. And I, I had to kind of pause there before I said that, because that can be kind of triggering for people of like, what do you mean my husband's not supposed, supposed to support me? What do you mean? But really that is, that's a lot of pressure to put on someone else that you can't control. They are not supposed to be your source of everything. Your family can be your source in a lot of things, but they may not be your source in everything. So when you allow yourself to just kind of learn to accept that as it is and live with that, it gives you so much freedom to step into your dreams with more joy because stepping into your dreams is not contingent on someone else validating it. It's contingent on you believing in it enough to take action. Friends, I am so excited to finally share that my first ever brand new book, Get What You Want, How to Go from Unseen to Unstoppable, is now available for pre-order wherever books are sold. You can head over to juliesolomon.net slash get what you want to grab your copy. And I cannot wait for you to get your hands on this book. This book will show you how to get what you want, especially if you think getting what you want is impossible. We are going to be shaking out all of those outdated ideas of what you think is possible for your life and use the newfound confidence and clarity that you're going to find in these pages to make anything that you want happen. Head on over to juliesolomon.net slash get what you want and grab your copy today. Now, the other step that I want to share with you or tool, if you will, is be mindful with who you share your dreams with. Now, another reason why your loved ones may not support you is that it can kind of be hard to, to hear this, but I'm just going to say it. It's because it makes them feel really bad about themselves. So I'm going to say that again. 
there's a big reason a lot of times when people that you love can't support you. And it's because when you shine or when they see you going after what it is that you want, it actually makes them feel small and less than. And this happens a lot because most people are not out there doing that kind of work. Most people are not being honest with themselves enough to go and chase their big dreams. So when someone like you comes along who is doing it, it is that mirror to them that they aren't doing it. And it makes them pissed. And a lot of times it makes them feel bad about themselves. It makes them resist you. It makes them judge you because doing that makes them feel better about not liking themselves or doing that makes them feel better about justifying their reasons for not going after what they want. When you are successful, you shine a massive bright light on their fear and their inabilities to do what it is, what they want. So it can cause them to be unsupportive and maybe even try to sabotage you by talking you out of it, whether they believe, but whether they even know what they're doing or not, they try to make you feel like you're ridiculous to even think that you could do this. So when this happens, you have to remember that expecting people to show up for you who haven't even shown up for themselves is insanity. All right, I'm going to say that one more time. Expecting people to show up for you who don't even or haven't even shown up for themselves is insanity. It's like going to the hardware store to buy milk. <laughs> like you can't expect people to show up and understand you and be supportive of you if they're not even capable of doing that in their own lives. Doesn't make them bad people. Doesn't mean that we can't love them or hear them out. Doesn't mean that we should shun them from our lives. Again, it's just about reframing your expectations of the feedback or the validation that you're wanting from another person. So I believe it's more about being mindful of their responses instead of becoming a victim to them. Now, the other thing that I want to talk about is recognizing the scarcity mindset. There are always ways in which we sabotage our loved ones in supporting our goals. Yes, we, we do it. We actually sabotage their ability to support us because we have to remember that it takes two to tango and we always have a part to play. So one of the ways in which we sabotage our own support from other people is our own fear and scarcity mindset. Now, a lot of times we don't truly believe that our goals are possible that our dreams are, are possible of happening. We believe that all the, you know, all the pieces are already taken. Somebody else is doing it better. Somebody else already has it going on. So therefore we can't fill in the blank. This is a scarcity mindset. So when this happens, we have to realize that we can't downplay or be afraid of our own dreams and expect someone else to, you know, rise up with us. If we can't toot our own horns, if we can't show up and really share our vision to the world, then how can we expect someone else to do it? It is our job to get out of our own scarcity and fear mindset. And it has to begin with you. Now, another thing that can get in the way is this martyr complex that we can create. And so this is about getting over that. Another way that we can sabotage ourselves is that we think that our goals are selfish. 
self-centered, self-focused. When you are living your life to the fullest, when you feel success, when you are thriving, that is never going to be selfish to anyone. This notion that by denying or neglecting or hiding from our own dreams makes us somehow more capable and more vibrant and more selfless in the world is just bullcrap. I mean, you can't be a leader if you're not showing up for your own dreams. You can't lead if you're so worried about you leading somehow rubbing someone else the wrong way. You can be a role model who also knows how to say no and put yourself first when it's needed. But I think the most important piece here is to really tap into why are you telling yourself that it's selfish for you to go after what it is that you want? Why or or who has told you that? You know, since when is becoming the absolute best versions of ourselves and giving other people the permission to do the same thing selfish? And if it is selfish, why is that a bad thing? Because by focusing on yourself and becoming the best person, the best leader, the best whatever it is that you can be, the amount of impact that you are able to make in the world is profound. The amount of service that you are able to give back is undeniable. The amount of permission that you give other people, even people in your own family, even your children, the amount of permission that you give them by walking the walk and by showing them what's possible, that is the least selfish thing that you can do. So I want you to start to recognize if this happens within you. And if it does, which leads to my next and final step here, I want you to stop waiting for permission. When we are more focused on what somebody else thinks about us, are pleasing them, are getting their permission to do what it is that we want to do, we are keeping ourselves stuck. This is all about people pleasing at its finest. The primary reason you want people to understand you is because you think that that is going to make you like yourself more. And you think that is going to somehow give you the reassurance that you need, that you are who you say that you are, and that you're on the right path. But that is people-pleasing. You know you are in a state of people-pleasing when what you want to do is the right thing, but you're telling yourself that you need the validation to do it first. You need permission to do it first. And you want people to kind of come and support you and come around you to make you feel more secure and to make you feel more sure that you're on the path that you're on instead of just trusting yourself that you're on the path that you're on. And it's okay to want this. Most people do, but don't mistake that want for some necessity, for some need in order for you to do what it is that you want to do. You don't, you do not need somebody else's permission to show up and be seen and be a leader and get the raise or start the job or support the person. You don't need their permission in order for you to take a step forward in your life. You can do that on your own. And literally you can do it and not have one person support your belief system while you do so. It may feel more of a struggle, but it's possible. And that's why I always say it is so important to surround yourself with like-minded people who get what it is that you're trying to do, who can be that rock, be that foundation and support you on your path. So of course we need like-minded people around us so you can get to where you want to go, but you do not need another person's permission or validation 
for you to start stepping up to the plate. It doesn't matter what others think. It matters what, what your soul is telling you to do, what you were put on this planet to do. And you have to remember that a lot of times while we go into that people-pleasing phase, it's because that really at the end of the day, what we're craving so badly is that love and connection with other people. You crave that connection, but you're only showing people this cheerful and agreeable version of you. So what you're doing is that you're stealing from your own happiness and your own potential to live out your life to the fullest. So don't be afraid of losing people, the people that are really meant to be in your life, the people that are truly meant to love you for who you are, the ones that are going to lift you up and support you. They're not going anywhere. And guess what? When you really start to get into this energy, more of those people are going to find you. You do not have to chase a thing. What you should be afraid of losing is yourself by trying to please everyone around you. So it is not, it is not your job to be a version of you that puts other people in this position of power over your life. You will never satisfy everyone nor make everyone happy. So why even try? Because in the grand scheme of things, none of that matters. You are not born to constantly try and meet the expectations of other people. You were born to set your own soul on fire and to live out your purpose. And that is all. So when you start to really realize this, and when you're really able to step into it, that is when your entire life can change. You really do get two choices. You can choose to live your life on your terms, play that big game, walk your life in total alignment of what it is that you really want, or you can stay small, stay unseen, don't shine, sit in the back, you know, hide yourself, and then get mad when people don't see you. The choice is yours. But if you really want to get what you want, you have to stop hiding out. You have to stop playing it safe. You have to stop letting those upper limits get in the way. You have to be prepared for the flow and the ups and the downs and the in-betweens that is your life. And you have to stop waiting on other people's permission to live your life loudly and fully. So with that said, I am signing off. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. As always, please, if this episode resonated with you, I want to know, I want to see you and hear you screenshot today's episode. Tag me at Joel Solomon so I can see your screenshot and I will share it too. And we can chat in my Instagram DMs. And of course, if you have not grabbed your copy of Get What You Want, it is available for, for pre-order. All you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash get what you want, get your copy if you do get your copy now, you are going to be invited to a free live virtual event that I am doing later this summer. It is going to be awesome. It is a deep dive workshop on how you can start getting what you want, especially if you think getting what you want is impossible. And as always, I am here to support you every single week on the Influencer Podcast. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next week. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. 
and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you are wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.